0: This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele on
1: 101.9 High fm
0: A very good evening to all and welcome to tonight's edition of Beyond Governance. Uh, my name is Nimrod Mbele. Once again, it is my greatest pleasure to be in your company as we continue to make sense of our very, our very chaotic life uh, in the country. Um, like I said There's never a dull moment In this country Over the past couple of days We've seen or heard The former president Of the republic Taking his senators On the commission And that created A whole lot of sparks In the air We also have um, uh, In the public protector Versus Praveen Goddard saga. Um, that is also developing, and it has its own particular implication in the country. And these kinds of issues have a bearing on the leadership uh, issues that are of grave concern around economy stability. Um, take obviously a, a a a second, you know, priority because the focus. Is on these kind of issues. But before we get to the gist of tonight's conversation, because that's one issue that we're going to revert to, let me take this opportunity to thank Simon, uh, for gracing the airways, uh, Mandy and Lindy and I'm, I'm told, and, um, you know, Cathy's not feeling well. I hope she gets better, better, uh, better very soon. As always, I'm not flying solo. I have Tabo mlangin who is the producer of the show. Uh, without him, we're not we're not going to be able to pay the bills. It is always my pleasure to have him in in in, our, in, in the studio uh, tonight. Uh, two issues that we're going to talk about. I mean, like I said earlier, um, you know, it's it's the 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 the, the state of inquiry uh, in relation to you know uh, what we've picked up. Uh, but uh, the other issue that we're going to sink our teeth around, which has been problematic. Um, it is the issue around Violence in schools, uh, and we have seen and heard very disturbing incidences in in schools, particularly public schools. Uh, the mugging, the stabbing, uh, for an example, just to create a picture. Uh, you know, earlier this month, we have had a 16-year-old who was, was stabbed to death by fellow people in one of the schools in Harankua. Uh and again in March, a, a, a girl child was also stabbed. In, you know, in the bathroom uh, at the Kabani Technical High School. And again, we have had a, another great 11th at Mondeo High School who died after being stabbed by fellow people. Uh, and, and the list goes on and on and on and on. And, and, these issues are so concerning because um, the this education system is, as, as it were, is already bad in some. So, uh, we'll be joined later on by the the national chairperson of a uh, uh, school governing body. Uh, his name is Mr. Matakani Matakani. For him to give us a perspective as to what is the national governing body for uh, for for schools doing in relation to violence we know that uh you know uh, stakeholders all the stakeholders need to be brought uh, uh into the picture the communities parents the police service department and so on and so forth all these critical stakeholders need to play a part uh, in trying to, you know, address the issues of violence in schools, because you know that uh, schools are, are, are intertwined with the communities. Whatever we see in school is a reflection of what happens in the communities. But sadly, when we get to a point where schools uh, become war zones, wherein they are stabbing their uh this creates, uh, you know, such bad taste in everyone's mouth. And these issues around violence have to be arrested as soon as possible. Uh, for uh, There's a lot at stake. So, so, I mean, at some point when, uh, uh Mr. Matakande Ganyan is, is already available, we're trying to get hold of him online, who seems to be backing. But, you know, he's one key stakeholder because he speaks on behalf of the nation from the, uh, uh school government body's point of view because this is one critical constituency. We will want to hear from him. What is it that, um, you know, they are doing? Uh, but before we get to that point, perhaps maybe let me take this opportunity to welcome my, my, my studio again. Uh, Just, you know, Eric Stillman, good evening, Edward, how are you?
1: Good evening, Namurad, how are
0: you? Thank you very much, uh, and Mr Justice Ndava. Uh, you know, just on that point, um, Eric Stillman is the CEO of London Business School, SA, and Net Growth, uh, renowned strategies. And, of course, Mr Ndaba is the director of the... the, the uh, director at Knowledge Inc, responsible for finance and strategy. And I believe uh, Mr, Mr. Matakani is already on the line. Let me take this opportunity to welcome... Mr Matakanyani, how are you? You are live on air... Uh, uh, Earlier on, let me just bring you into the picture um, we, we have alluded, you know, before we before we, we came through That um, violence in schools has become such a critical issue uh, Not only for learners, but for all the constitu- for constituencies involved And you, as the chairperson of the uh, National School Government Bodies You are one critical stakeholder that could potentially give us a sense As to what's the magnitude of the violence that we see in schools you know who are the stakeholders that are onboarded, and how do address this inferno, as it were?
2: No, thank you very much. Uh, once again, I don't know whether you hear me. I don't hear you, but uh, apparently, well, I got what what uh, what what are the real issues? Then one issue is that uh, uh, schools uh, became the site of, of violence. And then as National Association of School Governing Bodies, uh, we are seriously attend to that. Uh, we attend to that in the sense that now uh, one of our key pillars is to provide quality learning and teaching in schools. And that's just one strongest pillar that we support in our schools. But uh, if there is no... Uh, normality. Uh, if there's no order in school in terms of safety, then we will not achieve uh, quality learning and teaching. So we have taken a step, as mentioned, at the vision of school government bodies, by ensuring that uh, we uh, mobilize parents to come on board. We mobilize parents in terms of parenting so that they must parent at home, they must parent between home and school. Uh, They must ensure that now uh, they monitor their children when they come back from school, back home, and then ensure that now uh, they support them. Also, another part is the question of the parental involvement. We want the parents to become involved in the education of their children. And once they become involved in the education of children, we think that now there will be discipline in schools. Then uh, through the support of these parents, and then not only parents, but also I think when we, we bring parents on board, we shall also bring the community in on board so that they will be able to support the children. They will also be able to support the teachers, you know, because both the teachers and the children need support. Of the parents did support of the community but we did not stop there we said school governing bodies also have the authority to formulate policies in schools i mean to formulate committees in schools. so we said one of the two committees that they must concentrate on is the school safety subcommittee and then in the subcommittee we want to ensure that there are parents there there are teachers there are learners in the high schools the, the police, as well, in that, in that, in that, in that, in that, in that subcommittee, so that uh, they ensure that they prevent these things before happening in schools. We do not want to see schools reacting. We want to see schools now becoming proactive uh, in this instance. And then we do not stop there as an organization. We are also even working with the mandala, Mandula Foundation, where from the 18, we are going to skill the children uh, how to resolve the differences through negotiations or through talking. And from there we are going to ensure that now this project is going to be all over South Africa, to so ensure that now we skill learners, uh, how to solve problems through the mouth and also not only children but also through the children then we'll go to the parents, we'll go to the teachers and ensure that now differences are only possible if they are solved through negotiations. So this is what those organizations is doing in terms of the school safety uh, so that now our schools so become safe so that we must be able to achieve our goal which is now quality learning and teaching in our schools.
0: Thank you very much, Mr. Matenga. Perhaps maybe as we're wrapping up on this very critical point, what would you say the reception is of some of these programs that you're rolling out? Are parents receptive? Are learners receptive? Uh, is the community receptive of these initiatives that you're trying to bring in to try and arrest the, the, the kind of uh, violence that we're seeing in school? I mean, when, when one, one, one death is too many, we have had quite a number of, of of you know learners dying in schools. Do you think you know through the, the kinds of that you're talking about you are in a position of arresting this, the, the, the status quo
2: now the reception is well the reception is really accepted Because there is no any other solution I think uh, uh, people could come with for instance I think I think if you listen uh, to the media some two three weeks back teachers some teacher organizations were reacting to say, must go to schools arms. Um, and we indicated very clearly to them that now violence will never solve violence. So the only solution that we have to go through is what I have already mentioned. And we agree with them uh, that uh, yes, that's the only solution. And I think the community also agree with us that now that is the only solution. And the schools themselves agree that that's the only solution where we bring parents. We bring members as well. We
0: bring community, and we start
2: now resolving our issues through uh, negotiations or through
0: talking. Thank you very much, Datema. So been really accepted. Thank you very much for that insight, Datema. Uh, Matakanya Matakanye, who is the National Association uh, of of the Chairperson of the National Association of Schooling government Bodies, giving us a view on the current violence that is taking place in schools. Datema, Mata-Kanye, Matakanye, we thank you very much.
2: Thank you
0: very much, but thank you very much for Thank you, sir. There you are. That was a very, you know, uh, uh, you know, positive message coming from the, the, the national uh, chairperson of this uh, school um, association government bodies, uh, represented by Mr. Matakanya Matakanyi in really sharing us a mm. positive message in terms of <clears throat> what the association is doing to try and arrest some <clears throat> very unpleasant uh, you know stuff that is taking place in schools. Uh, now that we obviously, you know, have uh, put it aside, uh, we are about to get into the second leg of the conversation. Uh, in that leg, we are going to talk about the the testimony, or you know, the the, the, the position maintained, uh, or rather, uh, the the state of the inquiry into state capture. We have heard of seeing uh, the president making. Uh, same certain claims. Uh, these issues obviously have huge, huge ramifications. We have now noticed that the, the 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 relations, the tensions between different factions of the ANC are rife. You know, guns are out, knives are out. Uh, it's an absolute state of paralysis, uh, if you like. And these issues seems to have, you know, unless they are also managed in a very polite. Uh, sober manner, we are more likely to get a way forward. Uh, without a waste of time, let me get uh, uh, you know uh, Eric to give us his view in terms of what is it that was picked up when the president was making statement. He made a series of allegations. Uh, what's your take?
1: Okay, I think uh, as as um, the deputy judge president Zondo said uh, at the end of yesterday's uh, uh, proceedings, that it was very good. That uh, uh, former President Zuma was there uh, to be part of the uh, the inquiry and to um, present his case, and this has now given both sides an opportunity to get their narrative uh, uh, on the table. And uh, the way I look at it, um, it's now really up to the skill of Zondo and Pretorius to. Um, nail Zuma down um, in, in proceedings in which they, they're trying to demonstrate fairness so they're bending over backwards in very painstakingly slow proceedings to reply to every objection of Zuma's counsel and uh, to make sure that he's got all the papers in front of him it's in the right size print that there are no excuses and they're handling it in a very gentle and uh, fair way uh, in terms of the actual evidence of the day uh, that I caught, I think that um, uh, Pretorius, the, the evidence leader, uh, has actually, and, and Zondo, have got Zuma in a corner when it comes to uh, Tabo Maseko's um, uh, 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 affidavit. Maybe I'll, I'll explain later why I think that. Uh, I don't. Maybe you want to give some feedback up to him,
0: Justice. You know your 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 view, because this is a very topical issue. That, in my view, uh, like I said earlier in in, in my opening remark, um, has serious implications uh, unless we treat it with a kind of sensitivity, with a kind of fairness, um, with a kind of of of, of any uh, sober-minded environment. You know, uh, uh, for us to really get to the Bottom part of of these issues.
3: Thank you, Doc. Uh, good evening to you and uh, to my fellow uh, colleague here. How ar- ironic it is that um, on the day such as this, uh, your opening uh, show dealt with schools violence and violence in schools. I think um, it's a, it's a it's a very good um, correlations to these type of things that. Schools' violence doesn't okay in isolation. Things like these, a uh, leadership vacuum and the societal things, impact on uh, uh, and show themselves in schools' environment as well. But as to the question at hand, my observation today really in, is that, uh, one, uh, before maybe we get into the the details, I think that we cannot afford a South Africa to have uh, an institution such as the commission, uh, to be delegitimized. Why is that the case? The, um, we, we're almost caught off guard today by, um, accusations of fairness. But in all fairness as well, I think, I thought, uh, the Council of Zuma had a point in the sense that when, when you have hostility in terms of uh, witnesses or whatever you better make sure that your procedures your processes are beyond question and one of the fundamental points that was raised today that I thought it should not have gotten to that level uh, it almost threatened the continuation of the process was that the counsel for the former president was arguing that unlike other witnesses Um, They were not given the time to prepare sufficiently in the sense that, in many instances, the evidence leaders um, had visited every of the witnesses before former President Zuma. In other words, to visit them, to put to them, and then to detail their (laughs) statements and sign them. Therefore, when they came to the commission, the questions were related to a statement already submitted. So they, you see, then uh, in this case, did not this did not happen. Therefore, they could easily point to that you are treating us differently from everybody else.
0: So procedural fairness. Because
3: procedural fairness becomes a question. So, so therefore, you see, we we cannot afford that because then what will happen is that they will start arguing the credibility of of the of the of the of the commission. So we don't need that. So I hope that it is a lesson to 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 to. Um, because then uh, it meant that we 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 spent about three four hours listening to legal arguments mm. as to what constituted cross examination, whether it was legitimate to cross examine a witness before they were prepared by counsel and things like that. So, and then um, I must give credit also to the chairperson because as soon as possible he could see that this. Could deteriorate, and he asked for an adjournment, which took about two hours or so for them to to go discuss in the chambers. And following that, therefore, um, because the, the the counsel for the pre- former president was saying, look, in that case, we you, we should be limited really to clarification questions rather than cross examination type of of posture. So 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 that almost derailed the process. But fortunately, after lunch the process continued, and as the process continued, one needs to examine how that happened. It was just quite unfortunate for me personally to observe that uh, the former, if we were to deal with the details of of the actual uh, 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 examination by advocate Senior Pretorius, Pretorius, it was uh, then that the former president conveniently could not remember many of the occasions which were quite interesting in the sense that in many instances where either the testimony of uh, Faki Mentor and the testimony of uh, Temba Maseko uh, which obviously had were done under oath suddenly all of those events were in particular for me it was interesting that many of uh, the occasions that the two witnesses related were where they alleged that like Tama Maseko said I personally spoke to the president on the phone he phoned me when I was on the way to the guptas but the president said no I don't remember that I was <laughs> you know and uh, and then uh, the second one that was interesting as well was the uh, uh, Fakie in her testimony said look when I was there the compound uh, the guy could uh, the president saw that I was disturbed he, he, he accompanied me to my car then the president says, "No, I, I don't remember that. I wasn't even there." So, <laughs> for that purpose, you see, there, there's, there's, there's that, that interesting point. So, so my issue is really about those two. To say, look, we almost got derailed. It is important that every witnesses feels that the the arrests are protected and they are treated fairly. But on the other hand, we have to deal with the issues. And I thought that he was quite evasive in the sense that. But at the same time, he had this excuse that, look, I don't think that – and remember his opening remarks yesterday were that, look, I came because I want to assist this commission. However, I feel aggrieved that I haven't been treated. So it had those kind of issues to deal with.
1: Eric. Yeah, so in that sort of context, um, I think it's incredible that, in fact, this um, hearing this week is going ahead, and um, credit to, to Zondo uh, for um, – making, ensuring uh, as much fairness as possible. I mean, he made the point, don't want to go too much into it, but this is not a forum for cross-examination. This is just for clarification. And if uh, Zuma says he forgot, or he denies, 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 this is not the forum to cross-examine him to prove that he's lying. Um, That would come if and when it is found uh, the findings of this commission establish that there is prima facie evidence which needs to be investigated by the NPA, and that will go to court. But having said that, the skill of Paul Pretorius and Zondo, in fact, in in asking questions and clarifying issues, um, in in on the Temba Moseko um, story, uh, the question of uh, the fact that the Gupta's had started ANN Seven and New Age. At the suggestion of former President Zuma, he's acknowledged that yesterday. And then the combined budget of um, the, all the advertising budgets of government is 600 million rand. And um, it's alleged by Temba Maseko that he was instructed to spend as much of that money or all of it. The Guptas had called him to spend all that money on their media. And he resisted that, and that's a matter of fact. And and President, uh, former President Zuma is not disputing that. He said he just can't comment on it, but it's that's that's what Tembo Maseko said. What's also factual is that he was then dismissed. So the, the 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 former president tried to wriggle out of that situation, shifting the blame to the minister. Of uh, who was it? The minister in the presidency.
3: Yes, Co- uh, Collins
1: Chabani, the, the late Collins Chabani. Now he t- attempted to say that that's not that's an operational issue that he would not be consulted on, which it's clearly not an operational issue. A director general of a major department in which you've got an interest because you've asked a media group to be set up to put the government's point of view and now trying to say no one would have consulted him, he then also admitted that that sort of an issue, the appointment and dismissal of ministers, would be the subject of a cabinet meeting in which he would obviously be present. So he was aware that Temba Maseko was uh, dismissed and shifted to another department very soon after uh, uh, resisting the, the pressure to to allocate that money, T- to my mind, that creates almost you know a, a, a case that that is investigatable, and that that, that you know they're going to nail him on that. But he, here's my thought. I mean, yeah. both
0: both the issues that you guys have presented um, are quite solid and make a lot of sense. But. Uh, my biggest concern was go back to what Justice alluded to earlier, the legitimacy of the Commission. Mm-hmm. Um, the extent to which the Commission's uh, integrity has to be respected. Mm-hmm. And bearing in mind that already the ner- there's a narrative out there that they are here to get me. Mm-hmm. The President, the former President, from time to time, um, he points out that uh, you know, the, the Commission has been established to bury him, uh, so to speak. So, so, and bearing in mind that most of his supporters or the faction that support him ride on that wave. Mm-hmm. So it is quite important that from a procedural point of view, the integrity of the commission cannot be found wanting. Sure. And I, I want to applaud, you know, the, Judge Zondo by, by, by recognizing the implications of, of that narrative in, in, in an event that they would have proceeded. Sure. So credit to, to him there. But they. The, I think, ultimately, um, this is where sober minds need to come in, you know. We need to be able to distill, you know, see, you know, uh, trees from forest. The mm-hmm. issues that are just simple noise, mm-hmm. but the commission has to get to the substantive issues. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the country yearned for. That's the reason why the commission was established. But do you think, um, you know, under this under the, the current environment, are we able to go deeper uh, You know, parting away with the noise, going deeper into the real issue, which costs this country billions and billions of rent
3: I have no doubt about that. Look, the 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 nature of the work of the commission is very strategic, and let's not forget that the commission in itself is not a um, prosecutorial uh, uh, institution. So but i have no doubt in terms of the issues that they are dealing with that they have dealt with that in the end that report the report that the the commission in the end will write will would would, would cast a lot of clarity on a lot of these issues which will then enable any of the other institutions to then pick up because i uh, it, it's an inquisitorial process rather than a uh, prosecutorial so i think that from what i've seen and if you look at the fact that by end of the year this year you will start having also the other big fishes appearing we are likely to get a very good report from this commission my that hence i was starting with the fact that i always get concerned if um its role is undermined because i i can see where it's going i can see what we will get out of it. A lot of people on our WhatsApp groups today were arguing that, no, this is a waste of time and so on and so forth. But it means that they forget what 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 these commissions are set up to do. Because without these commissions, especially in the way that they are established, which is non-threatening, and it looks at evidence and evidence only, and then put together uh, a, a more... Case of what next, you know. So for that, then it is not a waste of time or resources, because the, the the investigative units of the other entities, you know, would not have gotten the same information in the normal course of their duties. Therefore, the commissions are really, really good structures to deal with things such as this. By the way, the point that you made about, which I, I found that it's quite disturbing for me, if. The president, that let's not forget, just before he resigned, he himself say signed the proclamation of this state of of capture report because remember, it was uh, as a result of the uh, public protector, the previous public protector's outcome, to say establish, and it was one of the last things that this current. So he set it up himself. The new presidents simply dealt with defining the terms of reference and then putting it together. So he cannot therefore say look this was out to get me because he was a critical party to its establishment.
0: No, I, mean, I I couldn't <laughs> agree with <laughs> you. i mean, back in 2016 I mean the, when, when when the report um, of the, the public protector report but then to Limoton Implicated the Gupta family, him as well as some of his family members. So out of that, um, remember we had that 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 debacle about whether the recommendations of the of the you know uh, property protector are they are they are they are they binding? And as a result, we had to get to a point where the 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 commission was established. So he was party to that to the establishment of the commission. But here's something that that that. he threw that. That got me thinking very deeply, mm-hmm. and it's a very low statement. He said, uh, I, "I mean, you know, uh, he's been crucified uh, because uh, they portray him as a king of the of the corrupt, mainly because he knows things, um, uh, because he's the former ANC um, uh, intelligence head." So that is a loaded statement, you know. Uh, His crucifixion, as well, based on this this narrative, he's been crucified because he knows things. Mm. Obviously, what things could we deduce out of that
1: statement? Well, I think he mentioned it yesterday that he's got a list of people who are out to get him and that also were former apartheid spies and, you know, have got issues. And I think we've always suspected that he's got not only a list but files on people. (laughs) So he's <laughs> hanging that threat, um, and uh, former minister what's the drama Slodi? Yeah, that's been accused of being an apartheid spy. He then defended himself on on media to say, let's both take a lie detector test. So it's not as if that he didn't drop any the bombshell bombshell names like Cyril <laughs> Ramaphosa or current people well, in the week in, is still <laughs> yeah, yeah, the week is still young, but he 's still got that hanging over, it. just to get back to your previous point and substantive issues, I think um the fact that Zoom is there and participating and he 's taking the the proceedings quite seriously he 's not giggling his way through he 's answering questions um fairly, but he 's obviously been prepared been prepped. And he's not falling into traps. He's very alert for, for his age. What is he? Probably nearly 80, 77, yeah, seven you have uh, gotta admire, you know, his savvy and his, his, his mind. Um, and his, and his legal team. In fact, Zondo uh, defended his legal team to say, you know, this is their job. These, this is what advocates do. They defend people to the best of their ability and And they 've been quite well behaved his counsel, but just to get back to substantive issues, so in fact i 'm just saying the fact that Zuma is participating lends legitimacy to the process as long as they don 't ruffle him unfairly, like putting him under pressure or leading questions and I think Pretorius is handling that very well, and i 've got a lot of faith in Zondo to bring this thing over the line. Very in a very dignified way. I'm I'm amazed actually at his um, at his at his capacity as 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 a judge, you know, uh, to to handle the situation. Um, So on 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 the other substantive issue of the day, which was fake mentor, you know, I found this fascinating. In fact, that uh, he had previously denied that he knew fake mentor. And he only acknowledged that he knew her when when he was shown a picture of her. Now, how don't you know a person? And (laughs) (laughs) so, I mean, to me, that's almost like, I don't know how Pretorius kept a straight face because that's like saying, you know, I lied, you know, so so (laughs) you're getting, uh, Zuma's credibility is coming into question. uh, um, So I don't know if you remember. Anything I didn't listen enough today to, to reflect on what Faki Mentor's um, affidavit and allegations were. Do you remember what hers were? It's also about uh, appointment yeah. of ministers and stuff. Basically, it's almost similar
3: to um, the uh, remember Figi Lembalula also experienced the same sure. thing. So, what she was saying is that uh, these guys called me to their house and they told me because remember the Guptas, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the time she was a, a member and a chairperson of the one of the portfolio committees right. so they said look yeah. if you uh, agree that um, uh, w- you can uh, you are going to get this position as public enterprise minister and w- as soon as you are appointed um we want you to look <laughs> at this uh, Mumbai uh, route so as the first thing So if you do that then you are going to be appointed So she wow. was saying this I had been called there for that I was offered the ministerial position mm. So that is the case you see.
0: What, One one critical issue Which perhaps maybe warrants uh, A deeper and more substantive issue Is that Could it be that the Guptas um, Used The president's name in vain Or They were accomplices In in, in this work.
1: Well, you know, the fact, let's go back to the Timber Maseko thing. You know, that was obviously uh, Zuma's defense, that that his name was dropped by um, his minister and by the Guptas to say, uh, my seniors will, your seniors will, will deal with you. They'll sort you out. <laughs> Who are the seniors? The minister in the presidency, the like late Collins Chabani, and President Zuma, okay? So he could have denied that, and he said he left it to Chabani to attend to GCIS, which is, I mean, they sit in the same office. It's very unlikely. However, the fact that he was dismissed shortly afterwards, okay, and the president acknowledges that an appointment and a dismissal of a GG would have been discussed with him in cabinet he he's in a corner he put himself in a corner and 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 we've moved on you know uh, 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 in in terms of the next you know the next witness's testimony the eight witness testimonies we're on day two they're only on number two okay so i'm going they have to going to squeeze another six sets of evidence into the next Three days, yeah. so it's it's very powerful evident substantive evidential stuff. As long as they can keep the process on track, they're going to be no, knocking nails in his coffin, I think.
0: But, but yeah. here is another question that perhaps maybe the justice could come in here. Assuming the list that he claims to have is legitimate, those that could be implicated in the list, what would go on in their minds when you know that they are there is this list that he knows, or this this files that he has? Um, you know before even now that that implicate senior government officials what could what look, could actually go on in their mind look all i can tell
3: you is that there's nothing new those that know uh, what is in the anc there's nothing new that he has said because he's been talking about this list for 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 as long as i know you know almost 15 years or so uh, he's been talking about a list and so on and so forth. And yet other people within the ANC also have other knowledges, you know. So there's um there's allegations, okay. Mm-hmm. The, so whatever he alleges will be counter alleged in any case. So the hands you see that in many times when he mentions because the fact that you have a list, uh we know for a fact that it, uh leading to the negotiation process uh pre Codesa the uh, apartheid c- uh, government and the ANC, we know they reached certain agreements, right? Some of those agreements um, uh, included keeping um, spies for both sides um, under reps. Okay? Now, the point of the matter is that him as the president, uh if you have a list and you are a number one citizen, and the one, that list, contravi- if he had it in his possession, he could have just handed it over to one of the institutional uh, processes for them to...
0: To investigate. Or
3: he could have handed it to the ANC or whoever, if it was such a legitimate list. Uh, also, the fact that if you are a president, you have certain information, it's not for you to hold it to hold it yourself and decide to... To throw it around whenever you feel like it, you know, so i I think that um, one it was misplaced for that to 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 happen in the commission because the commission maybe we forget what the commission is about. The commission was ready to look into the fact that many of these institutions of government deteriorated, and if we look at when did they deteriorate is the the ten years that he was in charge or nine years that he was in charge under his watch, therefore. In what is now called state capture, in in other words, which he queried on the first day to say, if are you saying all three spheres uh, are are captured? But the fact of the matter is that all the institutions, uh, institution of media, SABC, institutions of uh, 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 energy, uh, energy treasury, treasury SABC, you know, know. so so that is where this thing comes from, and this this commission is looking at that to say, look. Is it a fact, or is just um, uh, something in the air to say this? Or this happened. So that was the fact that there are spies and so on and so forth. Maybe that belongs to another forum. I'm happy that he said that in his opening statement, and it, I, I think in the final analysis, the the commission would acknowledge that he said that, but would not put a lot of weight to, to it in the end.
1: Yeah, I think uh, two points here. First of all. If he had other names, he, his opportunity to put forward those names would have been in his opening statement. And he dropped Ramathlodi, and there was another name uh, that it's he... It's Yeah, okay. The, and you know why those particular names one doesn't know? But he's not going to really have a legit opportunity to give his list, because that's not the terms of reference of the inquiry... It was his preamble. We had the le, kind of the latitude of of the of the proceedings to to state what he wanted. So, and I, and I, and I, and I would doubt whether he would drop those names. The only other opportunity he might have is if, say, I think one of the eight um, uh, affidavits he's dealing with is Fikil Mbalula, is it? i um, uh, the former deputy, pre- uh, 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 Minister of Finance, um, That's Manusha Gaba? No, no. No, John, no, the one that he dismissed, Nene. Oh. Nene. Okay. So if Nslaj Nene was a, was a, a spy, then when that testimony comes up for discussion, and you'll say, no, no, I've got this guy's on my list, that might be a, lo- a little grenade that he drops. So I think he's kind of lost the momentum or the initiative on that. Uh, and And uh, the Ramashlodi thing shows that they 'll just deny, it. but I think what we also need to talk about is these allegations of a elaborate plot since uh, you know one thousand nine hundred and ninety to kill him, and only as yesterday that people called him and threatened to kill him and and you know I think again, I think Zondo handled it very uh, smartly to say, you know we concerned, and we uh, some other word like that. And we will investigate it. And in other words, they're going to get two facts. It's either there or it's not there. What are the facts? What made you think that? For I mean, for me, and
0: I'm sure, you know, if the commission... Uh, because I think that's the, the the spirit of the commission. In, in any case, uh, separate trees from the forest. In that, in there's, there's there's clutter, there's noise, mm. and noise belongs to the political sphere, uh, because the commission is a legal entity that needs to look at the merit of issues that have been presented. Allegations go deeper and deeper into every single allegation. Mm. Um, in that way, you know, uh, all those who are making testimony. Ought to make uh, uh, the position known based on each and every fact. For an example, the appointment of Nene, mm-hmm. his dismissal. Mm. What informed those? Sure. Who was there? Uh, who was not there when the decision was made? The appointment of Van Royen, mm. Okay, what informed okay. that? You know, sure. when all the cabinet members saying we did not know. When the likes of 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 the, uh, of, of now um, the minister of of, of uh, 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 energy says, look, I mean. He was the, he was the chairperson, he was a, you know, secretary of the NEC, uh, at some point said, I didn't know. So, so all these individuals, one has to find that, that silver thread that connects all these, you know, appointments, uh, of, of, of ministers, appointments of the board members, uh, in parastatals, and appointment of deputy ministers, and so on and so forth. Those are issues that we can zero down and say, um, you know, who knew, what, what is the normal process of appointing? Was this appointment properly constituted or was it this appointment followed through to the letter?
3: We know, we know that he's, look, his posture is such that whenever he's asked about guptas, he says, look, as far as I'm concerned, whether we were on overseas trips or whatever, when it came to matters of state, they were never involved. So if they are going around and saying uh, they are appointing ministers, uh, I deny that because I never told them, I never met uh, with them about that. We just met and had fun as friends. But let's now have a context of to as to why he mentioned particularly uh, Nwaku Ramachori and Spiwenyanda. Remember, both of them have already testified at the commission hmm. right so he he was dealing with that to those, to say look these two especially rama khodi rama Clodi said i had um i had uh, uh, auctioned i think he meant outsourced he, the way no, it was he just, auction. <laughs> he says <laughs> this. Way, the, he says this guy said I had auctioned the country, the, the country. <laughs> <laughs> but in actual fact, I think he wanted to say like Outsource because, the country. because my, yeah, you Rama- was <laughs> said look, this guy had outsourced his executive powers because these decisions were taken elsewhere, even us, as because Cloddy remember was the minister of of of, of resources, mineral resources, mm. and at some point was the minister of justice. Yes, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but when no, he well. was giving evidence at the commission was say, uh, one of the things that he was saying was that, look, uh, I as a minister was very upset many a times where um, we were surprised as ministers that these guys seem to know more than us. So that's what he was saying. Then he then said, uh, we, all, we always said that this guy has outsourced his executive power. So he, uh, the president, former president, got very upset by that. He said, this guy who says um, I've auctioned the, the, the country, he's a spy <laughs> himself. And then the, the the General Nyanda, of course, we know their history has been thorny uh, between the two of them. So he also mentioned him. Then uh, there are issues there because uh, Spiro Nyanda talks about their life in Swaziland and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of baggage, and I hope that somehow... Uh, people are made to refocus on the duties of the commission rather than... Uh, because uh, 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 it's, uh, a lot of what is, com- is coming out is the debt and the, 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 the pickering that is I- within the ANC itself, which is being thrown around at the commission. So somehow we need to keep focus there or people should be redirected to what... and confine themselves to the duties of the commission.
1: Uh, I differ slightly on that. I think that this, what you're calling noise actually is part of the, the proceedings in the sense that you've got two... We know, I've said it many times, there's a war going on between two different parts of the country, not only factions of the ANC. There are two different narratives and two different ideologies trying to fight it out. So Zuma's opening statement was to say... That all of this, even the co- the, co- the commission itself, is part of an elaborate mm. conspiracy and plan, and he's got that hanging over it to say it's not legitimate, mm. okay? And it's, there were spies that are part of my opposing conspiracy, okay? So you have to deal with that as well. That's why I say credit to Zondo for mm. saying, We will investigate that. And who are these threats? And where are these threats? Are they real or are they imagined? They have to, it's almost like when it's Zuma's issue. Substantive issue. It's not only a noise issue. And, but at the same time, the fact that they've gone to affidavit number two, and they'll get to number three, four, five, and they'll get to number eight, and maybe they'll extend his testimony period beyond, if he is prepared to, They only get to six, and they've got two more to do next week. you know. So they're getting to the issues. I was quite impressed, slowly, but they're getting there.
3: I think they will extend, yeah, because today was wasted mostly, but um, yeah, they'll probably go into the sixth day. But
0: as we're wrapping up, I think that's perhaps the most important thing that the the commission um, would seek to investigate and go deeper and deeper because there was a reason why the commission was established. Hmm. It's not only just about finding the truth, but is to, 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 to bring public trust, uh, back. It is about credibility of all the, uh, all the institutions that have, uh, le- uh that, that are enshrined in the constitution. Um, you know, trust has gone down the drain. The economy is not doing well. Uh, the legitimacy of most of the state, uh, institution is now being questioned. So by, by virtue of going deeper into deeper on, on each and every single allegation, Can only redeem the process. Can Mm -hmm. only bring trust, public confidence. Can only bring uh, all what we're yearning for. So that um, you know, when you're looking of investment, uh, we are quite confident that SOEs are being managed and governed in a manner that is fit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your section nine institutions are managed and governed in a manner that is fit, um, and 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 so on and so forth. When we can bring all those issues in a much more substantive fashion we're more likely to see the result as opposed to in my view listening to noise perhaps maybe there's there's some reasons for for, for the noises to happen but for me those are things that could subtract sure. you know uh the conversation that needs to deal with the, the appointment issues. of ministers the appointment of board members in SOEs the the the, the, the transactions that were dubious mm-hmm. um and and the relationship you know, uh, between between him and his family and, and anybody else who's implicated. Sure. So, so I think credence to our democratic ethos. Yes, absolutely. That um, these commissions of inquiry are really, uh, for me, it's a signal of the maturity of our democratic institutions. Correct. That um, you know. Even the president or former president could be hauled in or called upon to account. Mm. Uh, yes, there are issues about whether he's been treated fairly or unfairly. That's neither here nor there, but let's correct it. But the bottom line is that there are serious allegations leveled against you. You are required to come through. This is a process. We will take you through the process, but the recommendations that the commission is going to put forward are binding and, and future or activities or actions can, can also be informed by that.
1: Amazing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think uh, uh, Doc, I, your sentiments are endorsed fully. Mm-hmm. But also remember, we are fortunate as South Africans that uh, we uh, we have such institutions. Look, the former president Mandela is the first president that uh, was held into court by Louis <laughs> late. So we have uh, examples it. of precedent. So this is not the first, but we are fortunate that this happens so that um we. Re-legitimize South Africa as a young nation, and then we are fortunate that we do all of this without um, huge uh, implications of violence and things like that. That could easily happen anywhere else.
0: Okay, as we 30 seconds. Agreed. <laughs> thank you very much Unfortunately we're going to have to leave it there Eric, yeah. thank, you thank, you Dabba, thank you very much for your contribution Justin Daba thank you very much for your contribution It has been an absolute pleasure having you And hopefully the conversation that you've had Around this, the, the, the violence in schools and the extent to which the Association of National School Government Bodies is making efforts to try and address that. Mm -hmm. The last bit of our conversation around the 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 testimony presented by the president and the extent to which uh, the the commission will zero down and deal with factual issues. Until we meet again, it has been an absolute pleasure.
1: Thank you,